Welcome back to Cole America. I'm your favorite host ever of this show, Chris Coleman, the only host of the show. But I do have a guest here with me. Gator works here at Unique. Welcome, Gator. What's going on, Coleman? Hey, it is currently about, what, 1 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, 1 a.m. We had a private party tonight. Uh, they left. Uh, they left early. I don't care. They wrote a check. They can leave whenever they want. Um, but they left. It was all right. And then they left, and so we're here. And uh, I didn't want to get out of bed at 11 a.m. this morning to record. Yeah, me either. Yeah, last <laughs> night was Dart League. Now, Gator, this year, you you joined Dart League halfway through the season last year. Yes. And uh, so now this is your first full season being in it. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of Dart League so far? I love it. I love it. It really got me um, involved with uh, the bar crowd. And the whole service industry. It's just a good uh, good time. Good way to relax on a Tuesday. Hang out. You're relaxed? Man, it's intense. At the end, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely relaxing at the end. Good family fun. Yeah, good wholesome family entertainment. That's what we're all about. Uh, we actually played Gators team last night. We were able to pull the upset. I think y'all were a uh, huge favorite. Huge. They were like minus 700 money line in Vegas. And, uh... Uh, uh, they didn't. They didn't count on me giving a, a MVP for performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gator, you actually uh, helped win the first game when you jumped out to. He dropped that five mark on sixteen and then fifteen. See, I remember. Yeah, I know good. he did a lot of shots, but I remember. <laughs> um, and then uh, TJ followed it with a five mark. Yeah. It was triple fifteen, double bull. That was tough. Uh, I was like, ooh, that's uh, that might be game and. Uh, I hit two bulls, you came up, bullseye game over. And uh, I didn't lose again the rest of the night. And But 7-5, that's pretty much share the points. You know, uh, both teams both teams look good. So yeah, I we like, started off hot, but I felt we got cocky like after the first uh, yeah. the front. And y'all came back. Well, uh, I mean, it was, it was tied. It was, we tied it up in the last two games of the front page. And so we were tied 3-3. Three to three. And then I win my singles against Steve. Uh, but Tanner takes down Mac, and those are both, you know, good games. And so it's 4-4. Uh, four to four. And then we split the next two. It's 5-5, five to five, you know, going to the pro shoot. It, that's as tight as it can get. And then uh, me and, and we went game three of the pro shoot, and down to it, like, uh, we wanted cricket. Y'all wanted 0-1. I won the court. I'm arrogant, so I called 0-1 because I don't like losing in it. And I was like, no, nah, they shouldn't beat me in that. And uh, we, uh, it came down to it where we were sitting on 40 and y'all were on 32. And I messed it up, hit a double five, and left it on 30, which you never want to be on with double 15. Wes didn't take it out. Kyle didn't take it out. Tanner didn't take it out. And then I, I hit the double 15. And ended it, but uh, it was a really, really good match. Um, I'm not going to go through all of Dart League because there were, well, I looked over the scores, but yeah, I just kind of glanced over them. Scotty Mack does the stats now, but both teams are uh, in a good spot here early in the season to you know make a make a run for the playoffs. Top eight get in. That's really all it's about. So, you know, I, I want to see all three teams that play out of Unique in the playoffs personally. Uh, and we played the other unique team. Uh, that's why they give you three next week. Mm. They they lost last night, so you know they'll want it. That's going to be a, a tough one. Now, the main reason people tune in here is to hear about T-Top Dartley. You know, that, I think that's what really gets people going. But we're going to cover some other sports. Now, baseball, we're going to start out there. Did you see the uh, end of the Braves-Phillies game two? With the double play, the hit. Did you happen no, to catch that? Okay. It. Michael uh, Harris Jr. makes a great catch, like jumps up against the wall, catches it. Bryce Harper was running from first because this should be a double in the gap. When Harris catches it, he has to try and get back, and he couldn't get back to first in time, and they doubled him off, and that ended the game. Harper was the tie and run. If that ball hits the wall, it's a tie game. It didn't because he catches it, and instead it's a double play ball game. It was an 8-5-3 double play. Uh, for those of you that are baseball literate, that's center field to shortstop to – no. 
one, two, three, four, to third base. Sorry, center field to third base to first base because the third baseman is five. Uh, but the third baseman uh, had come over and cuts it off or whatever. No, but eight, five, three. It was the first ever eight, five, three double play in uh, postseason history. Anytime in the playoffs. I was like, that's crazy. But Philly bounced back tonight. Uh, they hit six, seven home runs today. <laughs> they killed them. And uh, Philly has the lead two to one. They play again tomorrow. The other series in the National League, it's over. Because the Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers. Dodgers get swept out. Dunzo, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Just like we all predicted before the season are in the NLCS. Uh, then you have over in the AL, the Texas Rangers are taking care of the Orioles. That series over. And then today the Astros finished off the Twins. So it'll be Astros and Rangers. The Battle of Texas. Who do you think your boy Nathan's got now? The Strohs. He's got the Strohs. Yeah, the Strohs. Well, he's a cheating little bastard, so that makes sense. <laughs> mm. I know he's listening to this one because you're on it. So I had to throw that out there. Uh, if you're not an Astros fan, you're not pulling for the Astros. That's just where they are in society. And so pretty much all of us will be pulling for the Rangers. Who really wish Max Scherzer was healthy. But uh, they're hot right now. I think it's going to be a good series. Battle of Texas. I like the Astros. Can we call the Battle of Texas the Battle of Texas, or is it the Battle of Mexico? Because that's kind of how it became Texas. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Fly your flag at the same height as the rest of us, and I'll like you better, Texas. You ever met somebody from Texas? Sadly. Every time you do, you can tell immediately because when they shake your hand, they go, hey, I'm Chris and I'm from Texas. Like, they don't have last names. I'm from Texas is their last name. Exactly. Weird. It's weird. And you're from Miami. So you see some different cultures. Yeah. Best country. Yeah, the best country in the country is Miami. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's good. It's wrong, but it's good. Um, anyway... So, we'll get the uh, NLCS figured out tomorrow night or the following night. Now, look, I took the Phillies to win the series, so I'm in an easy way here. I take the Braves tomorrow for half that, you know, and if the Braves win, okay, I win that bet. And then they go on to game five. And if uh, if Philly wins it, okay, I won the series bet. And if it goes to game five, then I can hedge again. You know, it's just cutting into how much I'd win. But I'm going to look at the pitching matchups also because Atlanta, you know, I think they made the right. They'll throw Strider. I know they'll throw Strider. And Nola went tonight, so I don't know for Philly what to look. But when Wheeler uh, Nola's on the bump, look, they're as good as anybody in baseball. Yeah. So, anyway, college football. What I told you we were going to talk about yeah. when I invited you on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, we're going to start out where we always should start out. And that is with the University of Alabama, the, the football mecca. Alabama has Arkansas this week. Now, I'm going to let you lead out with this game. Alabama is a 19-and-a-half point favorite. Over-unders at 46-and-a-half. What you got on this game? I'm taking Alabama. I'm taking Alabama covering. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Um, Jalen was a little off last last week. Heard some uh, – He had three touchdowns. Well – he wasn't running like he should. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was – I heard the rumors about the possible injury as well. And, of course, I recorded. And then I get done recording. I text James, my man James Green. Hey, it's in the my drive. You know, you got it. And then I start getting texts about a possibility that he's hurt. And it, I was like, what? <laughs> and then I look at the line. It made no sense. It falls all the way to a pickle. <clears throat> and I was like, what? So then I started texting people. <laughs> I'm like, hey, have you? And then others would text me, hey, I've heard this, I've heard this. And the people I know that are, you know, around and involved and stuff, they were all like, he's going to play. But I was like, is that the company line or is that real? You know, where are we at? And I was like, oh, I don't like this at all. And uh, But then the line jumped back up to Bama minus two. And that made me feel a lot better about Bama because I was like, all right, it don't jump back up if Vegas knows something. 
you know, so um, and he played well. He had three touchdowns. You know, he took his deep shots and he hit them. Oh, oh, hey, see when I bumped the table, we both just caught microphones. <laughs> Y'all thought that the eight five three double play was impressive. You should have seen that because he and I both caught microphones at the same time that we, we had knocked over. And I'm pretty sure about we, I mean I. Look, Alabama, Arkansas. Alabama's 23-8 and eight all-time against Arkansas. Remember, they're not a founding member of the SEC. They were all Southwest Conference. They didn't come over to the SEC until 92. And when they did, it was close for a while. Alabama's won 15 straight. Let's do the math. We were 8-8 eight and eight with Arkansas, and then Nick Saban showed up. And we won 15 straight against them, 23-8. and eight. This season, this year's team, because the history is fun to look at, and I like to look at that with every matchup, but it doesn't affect this year's game. This year, Alabama is 4-2 and two against the spread. Arkansas, 3-3 three and three against the spread. Look, I was there. And, and, you know, 23-8, and eight, by the way, I want to put an asterisk next to that because you're not going to remember this. In 1995, Anthony Metters, uh, Arkansas receiver, he trapped the ball. It was not a catch in the end zone that gave them a touchdown and a win in the final seconds. No, he didn't. Anthony Metters trapped that ball. We didn't have a replay back then because it was 95. And uh, Alabama should have won that game. So it really should be like 24-7. and seven. But in 98, I was there at Arkansas when they beat us 42-6 to six and drug us. It was terrible. Their fans, terrible. Arkansas is the greatest anomaly ever. If you ever have the chance to go to the Fayetteville, don't. Yeah, don't. One, it's in the Ozark Mountains. So you think mountain, uphill, downhill, uphill, downhill? No. Everything's uphill. Everything's uphill, no matter which way you want. Yet, somehow, everybody there's fat. Explain that. Oh, they have cars. I guess that's it. Mm. They won't put down... You can say whatever you want about Arkansas, though. They won't put down their bucket of fried mayonnaise long enough to do anything about it. Uh, that's a Daniel Tosh. Uh, <laughs> he made that comment about... Like Kansas, but it fits here. Um, give me the tide. I'm with you. I think that we're covering 19 and a half. I, th- I like the over of 46 and a half. Uh, I think this game's 41-20, Bama. And I think they score late to make it 41-20. But Bama's going to jump on them early. Arkansas has lost four straight games. They're two and four because they've lost four straight. Um, I think we jump on them early. I like Bama first half. I think Arkansas end up covering the second half because Bama will have a good lead. It'll be similar to the Mississippi State game where they'll, they'll score late. All right, the next one, we're going through the SEC first. Georgia Vandy. I guess I have to lead out with this one. And uh, Georgia Vandy, this is a terrible, terrible game. This is actually a DNT for me. Do not touch this game. I'm recommending you not to bet on this game. All right, are we pay- playing the winner? Yeah. Georgia not only is the number one team in the country, but they're 60-20-2 all time against Vandy. How did Vandy get 20? I don't know. Well, they've had some good teams at times. But anyway, um, against the spread this year, here's these two teams. Georgia, 1-4-1 against the spread because they always have huge spreads. Their first cover was last week. Jesus. Yeah. Vandy, 0-7 against the spread. That's not a shocker. Haven't covered at all. Mm. They have two wins, and they didn't cover those spreads. That's how bad those teams were. So you can't trust either team to be good or bad against the spread. And the line is 31-and-a-half. If Georgia wants to cover 31-and-a-half, they're ahead 35 nothing at the end of the first quarter, maybe uh, at least by the half, at least by the half. And they could run away with it. The over-under is 56. I don't like that. Does Georgia want to cover 56? They can. If they don't, they don't. Unless Kirby tells me which way to bet, I'm not touching this game. What do you think? I just think valedictorians can do a lot of things, but they can't play football. So I think That's it's a valid be, point. Yeah, Georgia's going to wax them. 
Um, and I really think that if Kirby just keeps up what he's doing, just that absolute punishment football, that's what we're going to see. Um, I do. I'm going to go against you, and I'm going to I'm going to take Georgia cover. You're going to take Georgia to cover. Yes. Well, I'm taking. Don't touch it. So if I had to pick on here, if I have to pick, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's more likely that Georgia covers. Their offense woke up last week. Uh, here's some advice that he's playing Georgia. Cover Brock Bowers. Just try. Put a man on him. Kentucky didn't. Kentucky didn't at all. And that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> that was a bad game plan. Um, I don't know how he's always open, but he's good. Now, Florida versus South Carolina. Now, you get to lead out with this. We got South Carolina minus two and a half. The over-under at 51 and a half. Who you got? I'm taking the Gators. Mm. I'm taking And them. you're a Miami guy. A big time. You're a Miami, say, yeah. I hate the Gators. Yeah. Well, everybody hates the yeah. Gators. Yeah. But uh, except Nathan. Oh, no, that's just gay. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Mom, I know you're listening. It was a joke. I know him. It's okay. He loves the Gator. Yeah, the gay tour <laughs> one. Uh, the one sitting here with me. Anyway, um, look, this is a weird game. Uh, Florida's 30-10-3 all-time. South Carolina was always trash. They came into the SEC at the same time that Arkansas did. And they've always been bad. Even when Spurrier went there, when Lou Holtz went there, everybody. Now, Beamer Ball's there. They're, they're better. If you remember last year's game, I expect this game to get a little bit chippy. But And the, my problem for Florida is Etienne, Trevor Etienne, uh, is out. Their number one tight end's out, a couple of receivers. So you're missing a few weapons on offense. The problem for South Carolina is they live on their passing game. And Florida's secondary is actually really good. They're one of the best secondaries in the country. Their run defense is trash. If you can just line up and run the ball at them, you'll kill them. But not everybody can do that. Florida has been Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde all season. I mean, all right, you lose to Utah. Utah's a physical team. I, I, that's okay. I called that one. I was all over that one. That one was, I thought, easy. You beat Tennessee. You get curb stomped by Kentucky. Who are you? You know, who is your team? Do you have an identity? No, they that don't. Sense. And South Carolina, I think, has a little bit more of an identity. South Carolina's at home. So I'm going to go with the Gamecocks, minus the two and a half. Not big. Two stars. Not big. But I'm also going to take the under a 51 and a half. With them missing offensive weapons, Florida having a good pass defense, I, I like the under. Um, all right. So A&M against Tennessee. I guess I get to go first here. Crap. Uh, Tennessee is minus three. Uh, they're at home. The over-under is 55. Look, these teams are two and two all time. That's how rare it is they meet. Tennessee beat them in... The Gator Bowl in 1957 and the Cotton Bowl in 05. A&M's one of the only two since they joined the SEC and in uh, 2016 and 2020. 2016. Here the Cubs won the series. What a great year. Back when baseball was baseball. Before it was trash. Anyway, without the Cubs. Anyway. Look, this is a terrible... Tennessee has won 12 straight home games. A&M has lost seven straight road games. Give me A&M plus the three points. Why is this line only three? Why is this line only three? three? I'm taking A&M plus three in the seventh circle of hell that is Neyland Stadium. No one should ever want to go there. I have friends that went to Tennessee. They're great people. I like like Tennessee better than I do Mississippi State. But I can't wait for a couple of weeks to smoke that cigar. Mm -hmm. Um, Tennessee, there's – I think that Tennessee's problem and the reason Florida was able to beat them, anybody that plays them that can bully them on the line of scrimmage. And I think A&M's front seven on defense is the best unit on the field. I think their defense is going to be able to stop Tennessee and they'll do just enough on offense. I, I think it's a close game. I'm taking the points. I'm not saying they win. I'm taking the points. 
So, and I'm actually probably going to buy it up to three and a half because I don't like leaving things on three. What you got? I'm taking Rocky Top. You're uh, all about minus three. I love Milton. Yeah. Guys in store, but uh, no, I don't. I don't see them losing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they lose. I'm not saying they lose. I just like. The, I want the points. I think it's going to be a close game. You come down to it at the end. Um, all right, what a battle here of teams that are really playing for second place in their division at <laughs> best. Uh, that's awesome. That is the other thing is how do they respond? How will A&M respond? For a long time, the week after you played Alabama was not good because you were beat up. Nah, it's not necessarily the case so much now, but could be something to keep an eye on. Um, <clears throat> now, oh, you get the lead out. Auburn travels to Death Valley in Baton Rouge to play the Tigers against the Tigers. LSU is an 11-point favorite. The over-under... I can't even find it on here. Hold on. I wrote it somewhere. I can't read it. 60 and a half. 60 and a half is over-under. Which guy? 11 and a half. I'm going to take LSU minus 11. They're in Death Valley. It's one of the craziest places you can play. I don't think Auburn's near ready for that. Um, I like the way uh, LSU's been playing, so uh, we'll see. And Auburn just they suck. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they do. They do. Um, if there's one defense in the country that can make Auburn's offense look good, it's LSU's. LSU's defense is terrible. Uh, just terrible. And so, first off, let me start out. I'm taking the over. The over of LSU games has hit every week. Without failure, because they're gonna score, they got a good offense, their defense is trash. Give me the over of 60 and a half. Let's start with that. Now, LSU Auburn has some great history. This is literally the game that anything could happen. I'm using air quotes like y'all are looking at me, and I know you're not, because that, that's what they call it. Uh, if you remember the, the earthquake game, uh, the barn burning game. Uh, they've had a lot of crazy things outside the stadium, plus inside. In 99, when Tuberville won in Baton Rouge, uh, him and his team lit cigars on the field. Because, you know, they emulate and try and do everything Bama does, and we did it against Tennessee. And they did it in Baton Rouge. And the OSU players and fans did not like it. And Auburn did not win in Baton Rouge again till 2021. 20 years of losses in de- every other year in Death Valley. Right? <coughs> um, Auburn's lost seven straight road games. Uh, SEC road games. LSU, always good at home. But here's the thing. 11 points is a lot. It's a big margin. When your defense is that bad. I want to take LSU to win, Auburn to cover. I think Auburn covers the 11, backdoor. At some point, you got to think Hugh Freeze gets a signature win in his first season for Auburn. This could be it because their defense is that bad. I mean, they just they came out of a, a you know shootout with uh, Missouri after a shootout with Ole Miss. And they've had shootouts with everybody. I think they let Auburn hang around and give me Auburn in the points. Um, next one we got here. You get the lead out for this. No, I get the lead out for this. I get the lead out for this. By the way, all time, LSU leads that series 29-24-1. Just in case you were wondering. The first time they ever played, though, was 1901. You know they both claim a national title from the same year? How? Well, they're idiots. Um, that's how. Uh, LSU was drunk and Auburn's... No, they're, they're Auburn. Um, <laughs> Auburn beat them. I mean, LSU beat them that year. 1908, I think it was. Yeah, another year that comes in the World Series. But uh, LSU found out they had pretty much a professional team. They were paying all their players. And... So some of them took away, the sports writers took away the title, gave it to Auburn, because that was their only loss. Uh, Auburn doesn't claim it. Auburn doesn't claim it. 
but some places they do. Anyway, just so you know. Um, Missouri and Kentucky. This one's mine. To lead out. Both don't come in all big losses. Uh, Kentucky is at home. They're minus two and a half. The over-under is 50, uh, 52 and a half. All right. These two obviously haven't met a lot. Missouri's one of the new kids in the conference. Uh, Kentucky is 9-4 all-time against Missouri. Both these teams are 5-1. Both these teams coming off tough losses. Missouri getting beat by LSU and, you know, a, uh, a shootout. Kentucky getting reminded why, why they're not Georgia. And uh, Georgia just broke it off in them. And in one of the worst losses, Georgia had given Kentucky a while. Both these teams, though, in their games this year, they're combined nine and three against uh, hitting the over. In the over. So I'm going to take the over of 51 and a half. And I'm going to take the Missouri Tigers to cover and win in Lexington. The weather's got a little cold. Kentucky has a loss. That means all their fans have now turned their attention to basketball. Like they do every year. Also, their offense. Missouri's offense could score. And I don't think Kentucky can keep up with them. Kentucky is a run team. If they can dominate time of possession and keep the ball away, yeah. But I don't think they can stop Missouri enough. What you got? I'm going to agree with you on that. Oh. Even though I forget Mizzou is in the SEC. Yes, we should. They even exist. Yeah, I mean, we should. They're, They're not really Southern. You know, they're, they're trash. What, what is that this, like, the Midwest? Mm-hmm. Yes. St. Louis. You know, where's Shoemaker's from? Mm-hmm. The capital of meth. Which from England. Uh, yeah, well, he was born in England. He came here from Missouri. Uh, he came here from Missouri. So we count that. All right. We're going to look at other football that's not SEC now. We'll do these a little bit quicker. Um, we'll start with the Thursday night games. You got West Virginia against Houston. Uh, West Virginia is minus three. The over-under is 49 and a half. I like West Virginia. Me too. I'm with West Virginia. Uh, I'm probably going to take the over in this game as well. Uh, West Virginia is four and one. Houston two and three. I'm with West Virginia. Uh, then you got SMU against East Carolina. SMU is minus 11 and a half. I don't like how big that number is. SMU is three and two this year. East Carolina has been bad. One and four. Um, and so I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go SMU. Good. Yeah, you have to say it. You're shaking your head at me. Yeah. Doesn't help a lot when we're, we're not. I, I didn't want to set the camera up for us to get. Yeah, I mean, you're a pretty man. I'm not. So we nobody wants to see that. Uh, maybe if Reagan and Lauren will come back and you know get them back in here, then people will watch. I don't want to hear those takes. Yeah, it would. I don't want to hear him talk at all. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I love both of them, and they might listen to this. No, <laughs> I did tell Reagan she was stabby tonight. Uh, so she's going to stab somebody. Um, so Friday, Friday night, we got more football. We're in the middle of like 51 days of 50 days of football and 51 days, whatever it is, it's awesome. Friday, we got some more college football. Um, we got Tulane against Memphis. What you got there? Uh, Tulane is minus four and a half. Over under is fifty four and a half. I'm just going to take Tulane money line. Mm. I think that comes down to a field goal. You know what? I like that because there is nothing to me scarier than having to go to Memphis on Friday night. Yeah, that's a dangerous place. Yeah, can't prove, can't prove and and playing football there is dangerous also. Uh, it's a who I don't know. Thank you. I'm going to hard pass on Memphis all the time going there. Both teams four and one. Uh, I like the Tulane money line pick. I agree with that. I, I, if I'm picking on the spread, I'll probably take Tulane there too. I just think they're more complete football team than Memphis this year. Uh, Fresno State against Utah State. Fresno State coming off their first loss. Plus, Memphis is one three and one against the spread this year. You know, so yeah, they're they're four and one, one three and one against the spread. I'll take uh, I'll take Tulane. Um, Fresno State coming off their loss last week, as I predicted, at Wyoming. You don't go into Laramie and come out with wins. Anyway, unless you're a good football team and whatever. 
They left there, not just with a loss, but no longer ranked in the top 25. Uh, Fresno now goes to Utah State here on Friday night. Uh, Fresno is minus four and a half, over under 57. Uh, is this me first? Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, Fresno, I'm, I'm with Fresno State. I think they bounce back. Uh, they'll be really happy to play in a place with oxygen, uh, unlike the unlike the altitude of Laramie, and uh, the highest elevation of any college campus. And uh, so, give me give me Fresno. What you got? Yeah, I think that uh, Wyoming loss should have lit a fire into their ass. So we'll see them bounce back this week. Nice. All right, you get to go first here. Still Friday night, the Stanford Cardinal. You know that's the color, not the bird, right? Because they didn't want to offend anybody. Boo. Reason number 8 million not to live in California. Um, they get to play Colorado. At Colorado. Colorado's minus 11.5, over under 59.5. What you got? Give me Primetime University <laughs> to cover. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think they've been overhyped this season, but uh, now getting um, Travis Hunter back, I think they're going to put a show on. I love them getting Travis Hunter back. I love that they're playing on Friday night in prime time. Coach Prime, this is what he wants. This is what his team wants. They like the big stage. He loves it. They like it. Um, I love Colorado in this game. Plus, Stanford's not good. Uh, that helps. It's a gimme, gimme Colorado. I've not seen their team total over yet, but knowing that the over-under is at 59 and a half, I'm going to guess it's going to be somewhere around 35 to 38 for their team total. And if it is, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, I'll take their team total over. I'm excited to see should do it. Yeah. Let's see if it's going to work. Um, all right. So, finally, there's some Saturday games here that aren't SEC. Oh, Lord. Man, I get to lead out with this one. Michigan against Indiana. Michigan is, what, 1-5 against – the spread this year, and they're minus 33. The over-under uh, over is 45 and a half. 45 and a half, they're minus 33. What are they saying? The score is going to be 35 to 9? You know, like, um, Michigan had not given up more than seven points in a game until last week. And, uh, but you know what? I have no faith in Indiana. Michigan 61 and 10 all time. You can write that down, 62 and 10. That's done. But covering the 33, I'll still take Michigan. I think that defense is good. Yeah, I love the blue. So, yeah, I'll take take them. Go blue. All right, speaking of Michigan, Ohio State travels to Purdue. You get to go first here. Ohio State's minus 19 and a half. The over-under is 49. I love the Buckeyes. You do. You like the Buckeyes. Look, Purdue is terrible. I mean, bad. They lost last week to uh, Iowa was one of my locks against Purdue because of how bad Purdue was against Syracuse the week before that. And Kyle Oglesby, dark teammate you uh, saw last night, texted me and was like, hey, with McNamara, their quarterback, Iowa, being out, you still like him? I went, yeah, not as much, but yeah, because Purdue's that bad. And you know what? Iowa handled it. They're missing all kinds of starters on offense for Iowa. Their offense is bad, and they still beat them. Yeah, give me the Ohio State University to cover this game. I'm taking Purdue covering. You're taking Purdue to cover the night game. 2018 when Purdue played Ohio State. The last time that Purdue was a double-digit underdog at home was when they beat Ohio State, and they are. This is the first time they've been a double-digit home dog since then. Now, the Ohio State University, they remember, they're coming correct. Let's see. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my lead out here, Michigan State against Rutgers. These are two bad teams. Oh, my goodness. Rutgers. Yeah, Rutgers is only minus four and a half here. Michigan State, going through all the stuff with Mel Tucker, where he is wrongfully accused. I can't stand what's going on there with him. I like Mel Tucker. But look, Rutgers, they're 5-0-1 against the spread. Make it 6-0-1. Give me Rutgers covering the four and a half. Agreed. Jersey, baby. Jersey. They ski in their jeans. I hate Sorry, Jersey. Steve. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> and about 
47 other people that have worked here in the last two years because all of New Jersey goes to school at Alabama, apparently. And they're all Italian. Forget about it. The <laughs> <laughs> um, gazies. So we got pizza places all around us. Uh, just waiting to get stronger. I want to be in the mob. You think they could hook me up with That'd that? Be no, I think you have to be Italian. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I have some. I got a lot of mutt. It's a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my dad's done a lot of our genealogy and everything. And uh, while Coleman's an English name, the majority of our genealogy has gone back to French. So, I was thinking West African. Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> but that's uh, mom's list and I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> Uh, my younger sister, when you see her, if you got to be here during the day, game day, she stopped by a few times. Yeah, she's redheaded. You go, oh, straight Irish. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of everything in there. We, we stirred the pot. Um, anyway, but yeah, with my speed and athletic prowess, yeah, West African it is. Nah, and my belly. Um, like I got tapeworms. Uh, anyway, no, nah, I'm just serious. Uh, so we got Syracuse and Florida State. I mean, you get the lead out here. Uh, Florida State's minus 17 and a half. The over-under is 56. I'm taking Syracuse to cover, but I'm taking the Knowles winning. Uh, okay. Are they in Doe Campbell? Yeah, yeah. Actually, in right. Tallahassee. FSU's covering. And winning. <laughs> Look, uh, one, did I say I have tapeworms? Uh, anyway, that's weird. Uh, anyway, I do not, and I'm not pregnant, uh, you know, because I'm a dude. Uh, there's only two genders. Anyway, no, no, you can't. You can't. It's science. Um, you kids, we'll educate you one day. Well, we won't. You'll just all die. Uh, so which is probably what'll happen. Florida State. I love them in this game. Uh, because Syracuse is not good at all. Uh, even though Florida State's only three and two against the spread this year, give me Florida State covering this game. Uh, I had them last week. They should have run away with it. They didn't. They took their foot off the gas. I think they learned their lesson. I think Florida State does cover this week. I'm going to roll with the Knowles. Um, Utah against Cal. This is one of those that I'll lead out on. Um, Utah's minus 11 and a half. They're coming off a bye week, uh, coming off their first loss, and then they had a bye week. Oh, doctor. Cow, there get cows not ready. Cows not ready. Give me Utah. The re- and you know, you ever like when we played them in the sugar ball, I was there and they all throw up to you just like Miami. And I found that really annoying. So I'm like, that's not you. That's not you. You don't do that. Miami, okay. You that's not yours. And their fans were pretty terrible. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, they're from Utah. And they're Mormon. Probably. Uh, even though the Utes are Native American. Yeah, they're probably Mormon at this point. Even the Native Americans out there are Mormon. It's crazy. Uh, don't be Mormon. No. I find it amazing, though. Let me say, BYU, every year, I look at the TV, and they have black guys on their team. In Mormon belief, black guys can't go to heaven. They can live a good life, you know, and everything on earth, blah, 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 but they can't go to heaven. Do they? Just, but you have to take their Mormon classes when you're in school there. Do they tell the black guys, like, hey, don't come to class, you know, tomorrow? Yeah, it's a holiday. We're off tomorrow. <laughs> and that's when they go over that? Like, what are they doing? How do they get them to keep coming? I don't know. It's crazy. I'll ask Jim McMahon one day. No, he never went to class. He don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. Anyway, Utah, Cal, who you got? I got the Utes. Yeah, the Utes. because you're a Mormon. A lot of time. For uh, you look Mormon. I look Mormon? <laughs> no, not at all. Hopefully I came here illegally. Yeah, that's more accurate. Uh, so did the Mormons. No, anyway. Uh, <laughs> probably. Did anybody come here legally? The Utes, Native Americans. I don't know. Whatever. Some, probably some, I probably got some Indian in there, too, somewhere. We'll find it. Dad's finding it. He's searching it out. Um, UMass is playing Penn State. You get to lead out with this. Penn State is a 41.5-point favorite, yet the over-under is 51.5. I do not think Penn State covers, even though like they're gonna wax that ass. Yeah, part of my language. But uh, sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. Um, Brenda's in. Who? She's only like forty-five minutes away now. They live in Birmingham now. She's closer than Mississippi. She don't have to come down and give you a spanking. You keep on next week off work. Uh, no, <laughs> you might have to work more. Anyway, um, anyway, you think they win, but they don't cover. Yeah. 
That's it's a ridiculous margin. Yeah, uh, this is actually a DNT. Run away from this game. Don't play this game. Listen, if you are gambling and you are betting on this game, something is wrong with you. Because 41 and a half is stupid. Now, if you're watching this game and let's say Penn State's up three to nothing at halftime and the second half lines, Penn State minus seven, yeah, drop the hammer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But other than that, other than so crazy, no, 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 no. Stay away from this game. If I got a pick, I'd take the points because it's 41 and a half, but I wouldn't touch this game. All right, next game up. Big one. Big one, big one. The Oregon Ducks against the Washington Huskies. Ooh. Remember when the Pac-12 was weak? Now they got all these highly ranked teams, and they're breaking up after this year? Look, uh, I get to start out here. Washington's minus 2.5, over-unders at 67. Um, All-time, Washington leads this series, 61-48-5. But... Oregon has won 15 of the last 18. But Washington won the last one. (laughs) So we're back and forth on all that. At the end of the day, Washington's at home. Oregon has Bo Nix. Michael Penix Jr. had one of his best games of the season last year against Oregon. I think Oregon does have a better defense than they had a year ago. I think Oregon has a better defense than Washington. But I think Michael Penix Jr. does enough for Washington to win and cover. Oh, and give me the over, 67. We're going We're going over big. Slam the over. I think Penix is a Heisman candidate. He's the man. I don't see him losing, so I'm taking the Huskies. Yeah, that and we all hate Bo Nix. Yeah, Bo Nix. So, yeah, Bo Nix. Um, Kansas against Oklahoma State. Uh, Kansas is minus three. Which guy? I'm taking the Jayhawks. Yeah, me too. Because Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State, three and two now. Kansas five and one. What a coaching job at Kansas. You get down to five and one. But anyway, um, Louisville against Pitt. Louisville is a is a seven point favorite. I'm buying that down to six and a half. I'm not leaving it on seven. Louisville six and zero. Oh, I say. You know, they, they come off a big win against Notre Dame. And you don't want to see a letdown game at Pitt, but I don't think we do. I think six and a half, Louisville covers it in the second half. They pull away, and they win. I love it. I love it. I'm slamming that. All right. The next one up, you get the lead out here. Arizona against Washington State. Arizona's three and three. Washington State, four and one. Washington State at home, minus eight. Over-under is 59. What you got? I think there's no chance Washington State loses this game. Slamming a money line, though. Oh. Money line. That's going to be a big money line at minus 8. You're probably laying around three, 300 or so. 350. Somewhere around there. I don't know. Arizona has been one of my favorite teams this year because they are 5-1 and one against the spread. Washington State, 2-4 and four against the spread. I agree with you. Washington State wins. Arizona covers. And you know what? Give me the under, a 59. Arizona gave USC all they wanted last week. They were 28 all. That game should have ended 31-28 when uh, USC missed the field goal at the end of regulation. That was just the good Lord above looking down on me going, no, Goldman, I know you got the over, buddy. I got you. And three overtimes later, I'd hit the overs, the second half overs, team total overs, everything. Um, but give me Arizona and the under. I like it, though, with uh, with Washington State money line. All right. You get the lead out. USC at Notre Dame. I'm taking the, – The line is Notre Dame minus three over under 45. Notre Dame minus three. They're not losing front touchdown Jesus this week. It's going down. Okay. USC, 6-0, and 2-4 against the spread because their defense has been bad. Notre Dame, 5-2, and 4-2-1 against the spread. I agree with you 100%. I love the Irish in this game. They're minus 145 money line. 
which I've already played. I do like the minus three. Of course, I don't leave it on three. I buy it down to two and a half. But uh, it, there's no need. The Irish are going to handle this. They're going to handle this game. USC is living on borrowed time. They have been too close to losses too many times this year. That defense is not there. Notre Dame is more of a complete football team. Give me the Irish. Next game up, and I get the lead out. Number 25, Miami. Against number 12, North Carolina. Miami coming in at 4-1. North Carolina at 5-0. And And Carolina's a four-point favorite. The over-under is 57. All right. Miami should be 5-0. But they also should have fired their coach before he got off the field last week. Because that was ridiculously bad. For any of you that missed it, Miami has the ball. About 30 seconds to go in the game. All they have to do is take a knee. When they come out in the shotgun, the announcer literally goes, why are they in the shotgun? They hand the ball off. He gains about 9, 10 yards and then fumbles. And then Georgia Tech hits a couple of passes. They get down the field and then one huge pass as one second on the clock to beat Miami. In Miami. 100% on the coach. All you have to do is take a knee and the game's over. That was one of the dumbest play calls I've ever seen. Maybe Miami didn't have a victory formation still in their playbook. It's been a while since they were good. But make no mistake, this Miami team is still a good team. Um, the uh, I wrote something down here. I don't know what it says. <laughs> I can't read my handwriting. Um, at the end of the day, though, this North Carolina team, I think that uh, they're good. I'm big on the over of this game of 57. Oh, I know what it is. Miami has, uh, other than one game last week, they've scored at least 38 points in every game they played. North Carolina is averaging 31 points a game. Over, over, over. 57? Why is that so low? Over, over, over. I'm going to take Carolina to cover the four barely. Only because I have no faith in Miami's coach anymore after last week. What you got? I'm taking Miami to cover. Oh, of course you are. You're a Miami the fan. The Canes. Um, look, I, I think that this is a career game for uh, the OC. Because if he messes up again, it's it's a wrap. Man. Yeah. He knows that. Um, I have full faith in Cristobal. And um, I just want to see Don Chain. The guy that fumbled the ball went to my middle school. Yeah. Um, but he's going to have a week this week. Um, but, yeah, I'm taking the Canes. You know, this is the best defense Mike Brown's had since he's been at North Carolina. All signs point to them being undefeated when they meet Florida State. And I, I, I got to go get it. Plus, if you grew up a Bama fan, you hate Miami. Uh, I mean, I appreciated all the trash talk they did before the, you know, uh, national championship game in the Sugar Bowl in 92, <clears throat> January 1st, 93, 92 season. Um, but more Thomas, they're not fast enough. They can't run with us. They don't have the athletes we have. And then he got run down by George Teague, the ball taken away from him. That play never happened because it was a penalty. It's the greatest play that never happened. That This weekend, this Saturday morning, I know you'll be up early because the parade for homecoming starts at 7 a.m. George Teague is the grand marshal of the homecoming parade this week. He'll be here. He'll be coming down the street. I talked to him earlier. Um, looking forward to having George back in town. He's a great guy. Uh, and who didn't love when he was you know, with the Cowboys and Terrell Owens stood on the star and George laid wood to him. That was awesome. That was football being football. Um, but I think, I think it's just, uh, yeah, George is back in town. But, so that would be good. Anyway, you going to be up for the parade? Probably not. Absolutely not. Yeah, Nobody is. Only me. Uh, only me. And, well, there'll be people here. We always have people here. We will be open at 7 a.m. this week. Actually. Instead of 8. Normally, we open at 8 for home games. Open at 7. Well, because it makes me make sure that I have parking before the parade starts. Anyway, <laughs> as, if I, as if I won't be here at 3 in the morning. 4 in the morning. As we'll close, I'll run shower, come right back. Have my parking spot. 
Um, anyway, next game, sorry. Uh, UCLA against Oregon State. Ooh, this is a good one. And you get a lead out. Uh, Oregon State is minus three and a half. The over-under is 54. I like Oregon State. Give me Oogie Badoogie. <laughs> <laughs> Gain the win this week. I was hoping you would say his name because I can't. Um, even though I'm apparently from West Africa, uh, as we determined earlier today. It's your last uh, brother. Yeah, right? Um, I'd probably cousin. Yeah, cousin. Uh, we'll see. If he goes to the NFL, brother. If not, then cousin. Uh, but, yeah, he. Uh, I agree with you here. You know, 5-1, 4-1, Chip Kelly, you, you still don't quite have it at UCLA. Give me Oregon State to win and cover. Um, NC State against Duke. Duke is minus 3.5. I get the lead out here. It's Duke. Uh, they hate each other. This is part of that whole North Carolina, we hate everybody else in North Carolina rivalry. It's not just Duke, Carolina. Wake Forest, NC State, they all hate each other. It's like South America. I love World Cup qualifying for South American teams because literally every country hates every other country. Yeah. It's a bitter war. They've been at war with each other. You know, it's awesome. And it's Latinos in general. We hate everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. But uh, it's a lot more fun. Yeah. You know, when they play. By the way, if you ever see Bolivia at home, take them. Because La Paz, the elevation, it's insane. Yeah. It's more than double Denver. It's the highest elevation of anybody. When Bolivia's national team is at home, they tied with Argentina. They tied with Brazil. They beat pretty much everybody else. They just can't win a game on the road. Mm-hmm. So they're terrible on the road. But at home, we take it. If you see that. And I know there's... World Cup qualifiers and uh, Euro qualifiers and uh, some international friendlies coming up starting tomorrow. Well, technically, now. I'm pretty sure I got some games in Asia that have already started. Uh, But I actually know for a fact that I have. But uh, anyway, and Korean baseball didn't start until 5.30 a.m., so I still got a little time on that. Anyway, if you're not into that, hey, the recruiting monkeys, baby, swing on. Let's go, monkeys. Pick it up. Hey, they're struggling a little bit here this past week, but they'll be all right. They'll be all right. I had a four-teamer in uh, Asian baseball this morning. Oh, last guy. night, I hit the four-teamer. So it went well because I straight bet four and hit it. Uh, and that was at the Dart League, so I didn't know what I was doing. Um, anyway, Duke NC State, what you got? I'm taking Duke. Yeah, good call. All right, we've got San Diego State University. At Hawaii. And I, this is not a ranked team in any way. I put this on here because it's at Hawaii. That means it's the latest possible college game. The last chance. Double up if you're big. Catch up if you're down. Here's your chance. San Diego State is minus six. The over-under is 53 and a half. Who you got? I got San Diego State marching to Hawaii at 1 a.m. You don't the- march into Hawaii, sir. You fly or row. <laughs> you do not march into Hawaii. <laughs> Mm. Let me tell you, both these teams are bad. They're both two and four. Uh, and I'm going to take Hawaii plus the points. I'm going to buy it up to at least seven. I'm not taking it at six. I'm going to buy it up to at least seven because Hawaii at home is one of, is the greatest home, like one of the best home field advantages. Uh, just having to travel there, you're different time zones. Everything's crazy. Yeah, you, know, you got a luau, you got hula girls. You don't know what's going on. It's Hawaii. You know, everybody looks half Mexican, half Cuban. You know, but they're all speaking English. It's crazy. Never get called SA once. Um, it's weird. But give me, give me Hawaii. Give me Hawaii. Um, all right. So I penciled down a few NFL games here, just that I kind of like this week. Now the Thursday game I want us to pick because it's Thursday. The podcast will be out tomorrow. That is Thursday. So, I'll let you go first on it. Denver against Kansas City. The line is currently Denver minus 10.5. This is where you would speak. I'm mm-hmm. taking Kansas City to cover here. Um, I've always had faith in Mahomes, even though I don't like him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I feel like the Broncos' D has been... I get, at least it gets they gave up seventy to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, they did. They were great against the Bears. Congratulations. That team's pretty bad. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, in football and life. But they, uh, give them credit. They did play Miami. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they bounced. And then they bounced back. Uh, uh, Denver bounced back with the Jets game that they lose, which I had the Jets. But uh, they, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. there's no way not to take Kansas City. Here's the other thing with Kansas City. Kansas City's team total over each of the last two weeks, they have missed by one point. They've gone under their team total over by one point. Remember Mahomes taking the knee against the Jets? That would have covered the spread. That would have hit the over. That would have hit their team total over. And he takes a knee on the two-yard line, one-yard line, whatever. Wow. Okay, then last week, again, not even trying in the fourth quarter, and their team total by one point. But they're at home on Thursday night. And Gracie Hunt, I know you're not listening. You should be listening. You haven't called me. You haven't replied to any of my DMs. I'm not sliding in the DMs. I'm jumping up and down in the Gracie. Hit me up. I'm with the Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom. I'm with you. I'm a Chiefs fan. If Gracie Hunt, you know, starts dating me, I'll all in Chiefs. Tell with the Bears. I'll give them the Blackhawks and Bulls too. I'll give up all of them. Have you met? Have you? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The owner of yeah. his daughter. Yeah, she's awesome. I'm with Gracie. All right, I got a few other games here. I'm gonna just tell them real quick. You can tell me if you like it or don't like it. I like the Eagles minus seven against the Jets. I love the birds. Um, yeah, sorry, Chip. Uh, we're we're against we're against the Jets. Uh, I like the Lions on the road minus three in Tampa Bay. I'll take it. Yeah, Tom Brady's not playing. Uh, yeah, this year he's done. And how the Bucks have done as well as they have, I'm surprised by. I think the Lions are too good. Now here's the big shock for you. Taking the Bears plus three at home against Minnesota. Shocker. No, I. If you heard last week, I was heavily against them until until Dick Buckus died on game day, and I went. The Bears aren't losing on Dick, Dick Buckus. No, that that flipped it. Before that, I was against the Bears. I've been heavily against them. I hate our owner. She. There's the problem. Is uh, everything that is wrong with all of humanity, um, and she won't die. And our entire front office is trash. <coughs> Everything needs to change. But they're playing the Vikings. Justin Jefferson's out for at least four weeks. That is Minnesota's offense. Minnesota's one and four, just like the Bears, by the way. I know they won 13 games last year with a negative point differential. I said before the season they would come back to planet Earth because eventually the law of averages catch up to you. They won a lot of games they shouldn't. Now they're losing games that they probably should win. And I was like, yeah, it's catching up. And this is not me taking the Bears. This is me betting against Minnesota. But in Chicago. I'm taking the Bears this week. I still think that. Yeah, let's throw money away together. They're playing for 51. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. So, Gator, I want to thank you for being a guest here today. Sorry it lasted a little bit longer than normal by a lot. Uh, we're right out of an hour, uh, but we had a lot to talk about. Yeah. And you got a test in the morning. I do. What time? At 11 a.m. Oh, you're good. You're good. Time. You got nine hours. Time. You can go home, watch a little Seinfeld, yeah. no, get a nap. Cheers. Yeah, cheers that come on to four, sir. So that means you're going to bed at 5 a.m. I got Hulu. I got to say. Oh, okay, okay. As long as you got, as long as you got it pulled up, that's fine. Yeah, old school cable, four o'clock. Uh, but anyway. I want to thank you for being here. Uh, it's a pleasure. I, I hope that uh, Gator's been working. He's been bartended, by the way. He did well enough. He did a good enough job working the door. He's moved up and uh, he started bartending, mainly doing happy hours because uh, his scheduling and uh, where we're at on everything right now. But doing a really good job for us. Y'all swing by, see him at happy hour. He'll be happy to sit and talk sports with you just like I will. Uh, I'm usually around when he's working unless I'm running errands. Um and so it's a good time. Uh, he's not working the rest of this week. He's taking the rest of this week off to, you know, uh, everybody can pick a game and everything to be off. And he's got people coming to town. He's, in town yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm quite terrified of your dad. I saw the picture from his birthday. His birthday was recent. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, no, 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 absolutely not. I will, 
I will make more than sure she is nothing but protected. Uh, but uh, anyway, no, uh, yeah, I'll keep the people like Nathan away from her. Oh, yeah. uh, those creeps. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'll throw somebody else under the bus. Steve, watch it. Anyway, um, he's doing a very good job. Swing by, see him sometime. Uh, we're always here. Uh, as always, I will leave you with this. Shoot the score. Play to win. And just like Gator will, if he marries the girl that I met, if he mar- ends up marrying the girl that I met, he will definitely do this. Make for when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Cole.